whoever said the devil's in the detail may or may not have been speaking about writing a book as the theme here certainly applies. The importance of building out your characters is one thing. However, doing your research on the description of your location and all of the idiosyncrasies that apply to that location and for every scene is equally crucial for it can reflect the authenticity of the storyline that you're working on. When I write, I think about the location, which country, which city, region or county, where is my character? What are they doing? And what will their surroundings need to reflect based on these imaginings? Of course, you can make it all up, but do your readers really appreciate that tack? I'm not sure. Sometimes it matters, sometimes it doesn't, and especially like if you're writing sci-fi or things that are completely made up. But if you're writing something that's real about real places and real locations, I think it's worthwhile doing the research before you get going with what you write, or at least checking it against it so that it loosely fits what you're doing and where your characters are located. Recently I was writing the pages of my thriller and I was describing the scene of where my character was based, what she was doing and where she was at. And I wrote the following. She stood still, the air around her crisp, yet this was not what had brought her to a standstill. Her instincts were highly attuned to any change within her environment and something today was out of place. Someone was watching her. She could just sense it. She didn't let on that she knew, rather resuming her run as though nothing were untoward. Then I wrote, The trail ahead of her was littered with the debris from the grand trees above her that had settled over time onto the floor of the jogging path that many others long before her had worn over time. It was usually such a peaceful place to run, and she had always enjoyed the scents that nature provided her as she ran. From the fresh scent of the pines to the wild flowers that sprung from the ground at different times throughout the year, each run was different, but equally a feast for the senses. Now, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, the imagery that you build within the story is important because you're transporting your readers into every nuance of the scenes that you're writing. I was reading parts of my thriller aloud to a friend, part of my editing process, and he recounted a particular scene to me because he actually felt as though he could see the scene really clearly in his own mind. What I wrote wasn't complicated, but it stuck with him and it was the thing that he remembered when I stopped reading. And all it basically said was, she moved deftly out of his reach, rolling beneath his feet, causing him to lurch forward. He tripped, falling over her, onto the blanket of autumn leaves that lay beneath their feet. It was really great to get his feedback and the fact that he could actually visualise the autumn leaves on the ground. And I, I'm sure most people could visualise autumn leaves 
like a blanket on the ground. And I think, you know, with Google at our fingertips, we can research locations that you may never have been to but wish to include in your story. And I really heartily support that type of research because you might actually find facts that assist you in bringing the various plot lines to life in a way that you didn't think was even possible. Part of this process for me, in terms of getting the description, the details, is to make sure I've got a notepad and pen or my laptop at the ready. Because I've found for myself that I often get ideas that come to me while I'm sleeping. And I remember a vivid dream one night that I had. And I don't know what time in the morning it was. I think it must have been like about 4.30 or 5am when I woke up from this dream. But I wanted to get it down while it was fresh in my mind because it was just such a really vivid dream. And I wasn't sure how I would use the details, but I will be factoring it into the storyline at some point. And it basically reads like this. And remember, this is raw data that was extracted from a dream and hasn't yet been built into the storyline. But here goes. As they entered the bus, she sat down, weary from the day's events, and a man entered behind them. Sitting directly in front, he casually turned with what seemed to be a huge marijuana plant in his hand, not even trying to hide it. She noted he was wearing gloves, odd as she looked into his eyes. She realised that he was the same man from the courtroom, Had he deliberately followed them? Was he that stupid? Before she had a chance to confer with her colleague, her colleague had stood up, snatching the plant from him, admonishing his brazenness for daring to bring an illicit plant onto a public bus. She stood, turning to her friend, realising too late that the plant must have been laced with some type of paralysing agent as her colleague now sat, eyes open, not moving, yet clearly conscious. The man smiled at her, a cold, evil smile that left her in no doubt as to his intentions towards them. She moved quickly to stand in the well of the bus. Her heart was thundering in her chest, yet she was oddly calm as she assessed the situation, and it was at that moment that a man moved from further back in the bus to her side. He was completely ignoring her, his focus on the man in front as he spoke. Now we're going to have to go with plan B. You were supposed to get both of them with the plant. He was holding a packet in his hand. Inside were syringes and some form of liquid which he was obviously planning to inject her with. She moved quickly, her instinct for survival kicking in as she snatched the packet from him before shoving him hard toward the front of the bus. Her hands started snapping the syringes, breaking them into pieces, as she then threw the packet after him, her words steely. You thought we would be so easy to dispatch? She glanced quickly at her friend, worried. She would be okay. The toxins appeared to be wearing off because she blinked, her little finger moving slightly her attention now squarely back on her would-be attackers as a third man approached from behind. 
She grabbed him as well, tossing him with force at the other man, all the while mentally capturing details of each of them. The second had dirty blonde hair and reminded her of a B-grade actor that she'd seen on a sitcom comedy some years earlier. The third was stocky, muscly, but short and easy to handle. The detail in the dream was incredibly vivid and I remember how scared the character was in the dream. And this is what I really wanted to flesh out from within the information that I've captured above because there's such a richness and vibrancy that I still recall to this day. Anyway, happy writing. Much love, Audrey.